All right, let's crack open our Friday afternoon. We do that the right way with Dennis Stewart, who is here to enlighten us uh, on all things health. Dennis, good afternoon. What an introduction. What an introduction. Oh, it's not one of the best ones. You're getting there. You're getting close. I'm going to write one next week. I'm going to spend all week toiling over the computer, working on it. Gee, how about that? I'll I'll wait for it. I'll wait for it. I've put it out there in the universe. Got to do it now. Look, Dennis, last week you did try to put out into the universe the idea of dietary uh, regimes, if you will, and how they may be able to help uh, as a a way of uh, getting to inflammatory joint issues such as arthritis. Didn't really get very far into it. We didn't. We didn't. The board was very active, but I'm keen to take that topic up, controversial as it might be, that there are potentially good ways, particularly by following some dietary regimes, which may be able to lower the level of symptoms in people that are experiencing uh, painful arthritic conditions. This is not well known, although there is literature out there that I'd like to mention and talk about. And I mentioned briefly last week, Mark, I think in closing, the work of a Chinese-American doctor. He did. Dr. Colin Dong. Uh, interesting guy. Um, he, as a medical practitioner, uh, developed uh, arthritis very seriously in his career. And after following the Western methods of seeking to control it, he was getting nowhere. So he reflected on his own ethnic background and looked at some of the uh, food ideas from Chinese medicine and developed a diet which got himself out of his wheelchair and which subsequently has helped thousands of people around the world. All right, we'll have a look at all we of that should. today. We, we should. should. Yeah, some of those inflammatory conditions. We'll see if Dennis can help you out there diet-wise. Dennis, have got some calls coming through. Before we get there, though, this whole concept of uh, diet to fight inflation, uh, in inflammatory conditions, I should say, mm-hmm. and arthritis, etc. Um, many may find it a little bit on the controversial side. Uh, where do you sit on all of this? Because a lot of lot lots of mm. uh, mainstream practitioners may be a little bit more dismissive than you are going to be today. Look, I can appreciate that. And the first thing I would say is that dietary uh, approaches uh, are not always successful, but unfortunately, dietary potential is not given the opportunity within the mainstream and frequently even within complementary medicine to see if it can help to some degree reduce the, the, the level for drug therapy and get the person's lifestyle working for them by food modification. Now, I know this is controversial and I can understand why, but let me just say, I'm in the studio today as one who demonstrated as a young man that the only way that I broke out of 10 years of chronic systemic eczema was to initiate a radical dietary program developed by a Scandinavian nutritional therapist, a Dr. Ari Wehrland, whose book Rebuilding Health is still available. And I used the protocol in his book for managing my eczema, which was following his dietary regime. I took one month off work I was working in Sydney as as an engineer. My eczema was so bad that I took one month off work to try his dietary approach. I used the dietary regime in Whelan's book, Rebuilding Health, and I'm mentioning the book's name for people that might want to follow it up. And I resolved my eczema. I resolved the episode, and it is fair to say 
that for the rest of my life, if I have experienced eczema, it has been so trivial in comparison with what it was that it's almost inconsequential. So I can sit here and say, look, I demonstrated in my own experience the validity of breaking out of steroid uh, medication, topical steroids, oral steroids and the rest by following a dietary regime. Now, let me just say, Wayland was one of many uh, Europeans, he was Scandinavian, who were determined to look at chronic Western civilizational disease and look at alternative ways of attempting to treat them. And down the track, the, uh, the uh, clinic in Switzerland, the Berkebetter Clinic, it developed a, a, a vegetarian approach, a rigid dietary approach, which freed many uh, Europeans from chronic inflammatory disease. Uh, Whelan was another one. But in more modern times, in more modern times, and using perhaps better known uh, names of food, etc., Dr. Colin Dong, that I mentioned earlier, the uh, Chinese American, freed himself from arthritic activity freed himself from arthritis, got himself back into practice, was so impressed with his own success in his dietary regime based on food ideas from his own uh, motherland, if you like, China, that he wrote a book. And I'll go slow in mentioning this because the book is still available. You can purchase it online from Amazon or Book Depot in, in London. But the name of his book, the book by Dr. Colin Dong, let me emphasize a mainstream medically trained doctor. The book was entitled New Hope for the Arthritic, available by Dr. Colin Dong. Now, that had a big, big impact in as much that uh, people around the world who were desperate for some relief from their arthritic symptoms and worse, stuck in the mold of immunosuppressant medication, and corticosteroid medication, some of them taking up his ideas, dramatically improved to the extent that they themselves wrote books. And two of the books that I have read and lectured from and mentioned for many, many years that are outstandingly confirmatory to Dr. Don's ideas, the first book was written by an English lady. Her name was Mary Lava. And she, like so many others, uh, but perchance came across Dong's diet in, in, the, in the public arena. She herself was suffering badly from arthritic symptomatology. She took on board his ideas and her condition dramatically improved. We'll have a look at the diet itself in a couple of minutes. Firstly, uh, Diane at Bonnells Bay. Uh, you're probably the opposite to how the rest of us feel most of the time, Diane. <laughs> you're, you're very energetic, even in bed, Diane. Oh. <laughs> I, I truly, I get up early in the morning. I go, go, go the whole day. I sit down, I watch television. And my mind doesn't turn off and my body doesn't turn off and I can't get to sleep. And oh, dear, I want dear. something that calms dear, me dear, down. Dear, dear. Okay, <laughs> look, I'll, me- I'll mention two simple things that, that are worthwhile giving a go. Worthwhile right. giving a go. Now, this might sound really rather left field, what I'm going to say, but what I'm going to say has been written up in, in recent literature on, on the use of honey. Now, right. uh, the, in the literature by two American doctors, recent literature, 
Yes. They, it is recommended that, that a tablespoonful, not, not a teaspoonful, a tablespoonful of pure raw honey, that is unprocessed honey, should yes. be taken before bed because right. it, it can be shown to have some contribution to relaxing the system. And right. I have recommended that with a degree of success. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's not a nasty approach. The worst thing that can happen, it mightn't work for you, but it doesn't taste too bad. But what, right. you, what you can also do, and I've recommended this to many patients, is try the herb kava, K-A-V-A. Kava, K-A-V-A. K-A-V-A. Kava is a South Pacific herb. Mm -hmm. It's legitimate to use. It's an over-the-counter product. And right. used sensibly in accordance with the dosage on the labelling. It can be seen as a useful unwinder. That's the way I refer to it. In That's other what words, I want. It, yeah. it, it winds you down. And mm -hmm. um, uh, I, um, I would recommend that combination for people that just can't switch off some, right. uh, some honey mm -hmm. and a, a, a carver capsule or a carver tablet yes. before going right. to bed. I'd be mm -hmm. surprised if you didn't get some benefit. Um, I'm, I'm very, very impressed when I go to the South Pacific and go to Fiji and I see how relaxed the Fijians are. Right. You okay. get the message. So try, <laughs> try some try some kava with, with some honey. With the honey. Yeah. Okay, Dennis, yeah. I'll give, give that it a, a go. go. Give it a go. All right. Diane, Thank if, you so much. Diane, if none of that works, we'll send Dennis around. He'll read to you for an hour at bedtime. <laughs> It'll be uh, Dennis Stewart's st bedtime <laughs> stories. <laughs> Sing a herbal lullaby to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, right now. Best of luck, Diane. That's uh, that, that might you might charge by the hour, so that might be a bit more expensive. Maybe. Well, it depends. It depends. <laughs> it depends. I know there'll obviously be so much to uh, the Dong's diet um, yes. in, in terms of helping with inflammatory yes. conditions. Probably can't get through all of it. But some of the main the main bullet okay. points and that might actually be a bit of an umbrella approach okay. here. There are some fundamentals associated with it. The first thing is... Chips, chocolates, lollies, <laughs> well, pizza. Look, it, it's, it's not as hard to follow as some would think, but essentially it's curtailing the intake of red meat and emphasising incredibly, as you would expect uh, from a gentleman with a Chinese background, a large amount of seafood and fish. Uh, in other words, don't eat red meat when we say don't eat it, in other words, put it in perspective. Get away from that and get more into the seafood emphasis. Um, milk is a no-no in the diet, and that doesn't surprise me because I've always seen milk as a problem food. It's for, taking away the whole for cow. Some, <laughs> for some people, right? Mm. Um, a big emphasis, a big, big emphasis on all vegetables. Vegetables, 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 but ah, wait for it, controversially retreat from fruit. Oh, you're killing me! No, no. Look, this is the yeah. this is the. It's a controversial thing, yeah. but it's not as if mm -hmm. you're going to starve on it. It does mean, however, that if you want to give it a go, you've got to follow mm -hmm. the protocol. It's no use oh, nibbling this and nibbling that. No, that's that. right. I mean, if you're going to give something, you've got to be all, all in, all in, and all, all yeah. in. And it's the only way you're going to get the benefit of Dong's diet is to get all in there. Uh, perhaps put some of the questions about it to one side to see how you go with using it. See his emphasis. Stop getting into steak and get down to the co-op and buy some fish. Get into a lot of rice. You would expect that from, from mm. an Asian gentleman. 
uh, rice, vegetables, seafood, very little fruit, if any, but vegetables take the place of fruit. So what was the the issue with are we are we talking overconsumption of fruit or just he pretty much okay. almost dropped it? His 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 approach is that and on this point he coincides with the views of Dr. Whelan. Is it the sugar thing? I think I don't think it's just the sugar. Okay. I don't think it's just the sugar, but his I think it was a reflection on his ethnic background that um fruit may not have been the big thing. Uh, in his ethnic background, that it is in Western culture, where fruit is perhaps overemphasised. Now, I like fruit, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying that in his protocol, fruit took a second place and in its place came all the vegetables that you can possibly think of and uh, cooked in multiple ways, but ideally um, presented, say, with food like rice, which is a good food, descent, from a lot of dairy products, I tend to go along with that. And really, not much more outside of that. You'd have to get, and we know it's on the net, you'd have to get the uh, protocol from the net. Mm. Or, I said I'd mention it, Mary Lava's book, Diet for Life, is magic. I'll mention the name again. Mary Lava, Diet for Life. Her book on Dong's diet is excellent because what it does is set out some of the uh, recipes, if you like, for harnessing the emphases of Dong. The other group, which I think is, is equally good, is a text written by Judy and Jim Andrews from Scotland. They wrote a book, Food for Arthritics, and this, was book, this book changed this gentleman's life to the extent that to the, to, into the forward of the book, Food for Arthritics, uh, uh, Jim Andrews wrote with sincere gratitude to Dr. Colin Dong, without whose genius our life would be in ruins. Now, this, these sorts of things weren't requested. These were texts, books written by people who used Dong's emphases, contradictory as it might be to some people, to get themselves mobile again. All right, well, I'll come back to that in a little while. I've got a call uh, lined up here, but in a, a quick yes or no answer, Jan rang back uh, from Charlestown, rang and wanted to know if Carva interacts with other medications. Okay. It, look, if a person is using what we refer to as psychotropic medication, that mm. is medication to address depression, medication to address anxiety, medication to address insomnia, particularly prescription medication, it would not be wise just to start taking carver, that's my opinion, without discussing it with your healthcare manager. Mind you, the, the product is available without script, over the counter, and many people uh, use it, and I'm uh, without running past anyone with the possibility of interaction, but because it has a potential relaxant effect, in my opinion, it is worthwhile uh, getting advice if you are taking multiple uh, medication from your doctor or psychiatrist, which could interact with carver. But then again, uh, Dennis, I also hasten to add that uh, beef, dairy, and fruits also available without prescription, and you've uh, had to say on those today. G'day, Bev. It's Singleton. You have an arthritis question for Dennis today, Bev. Yes, please. Um, hello, Dennis. Hello, hello Mark. Bev. How are you? Very well, thank you. Well, most of the time, I'm very well, thank you. I have um, arthritis. I'm riddled with it. Yes. I take. Um, Tramadol to and osteo, 
um, Panadol and all that sort of stuff. But yeah. every now and again, I get a flare up in my hands that's really bad in my thumbs. Yes. Left thumb, particularly, which yeah. is strange because I'm right handed. Yes. I'm just wondering because I had a bit of a flare up over the weekend. I'm also on a weight loss journey, and yes. I'm wondering do acids affect arthritis? Well, I think it depends upon what acids, you, acids you're talking about. Um, um, I had apple cider vinegar and yes. lemon juice. Okay. Look, it's difficult to say whether they do or they don't, but if you can trace an episode of uh, arthritic uh, activity, uh, a worsening of your symptoms, if you can trace it to a particular ingestion of certain foods to the extent that you say, aha, the, the, eating those foods or taking those things brought on an attack. The only way to demonstrate whether you're concerned about their acidic contribution or not is to give them a break. I, I, I tend to think, and it's only my personal opinion, that there's too much emphasis on apple cider vinegar and uh, I, I worry about the you way... You are really we... having a shot at me today, Dennis. <laughs> I love apple cider. No, look, I'm, 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 I'm all for a sensible use of anything. Yeah. But when you turn um, uh, a, a vinegar into a medication, as some do, you have to be a little bit cautious as to Fair. how much you use and how frequently you, you, you take it. So I, I'd be a little bit cautious about that. Look, how many times have you heard, Bev, People say, oh, every time I eat tomatoes, I get a flare-up in my arthritis. I hear that every day of the week with patients. Now, um, I don't uh, in any way at all ignore those comments because these people know that uh, eating a tomato, in their case, stimulates an aggravation of their symptoms. Now, isn't it just interesting, Bev, that tomato is actually a fruit? And yes. and this is where Dong is on the money when he when he was very reluctant to promote uh, an emphasis on food, uh, fruit in his diet because he was aware of certain fruits triggering off or aggravating symptoms of arthritis. That's why he moved in the direction of vegetables, which we would say are very very much more alkalizing in inverted commas. Well, that, that does make sense. I eat tomatoes every day. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. at least one tomato. Yeah. But I, I was having one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, mm. uh, a squirt of lemon, like fresh lemon wedge, and a, tea, a teaspoon of honey as a salad dressing. Well, because a salad dressing is probably not too bad. But well, when, that's when, all I was having it. When you're taking large amounts of it, I think that's a different situation. But no, I'm not that sick. <laughs> okay. All I would say is you might have to forego your salad dressing for a while to see if it, uh, it has any impact at all on the symptoms of arthritis that you're experiencing. But I think, Bev, getting back to what I was talking about, it would, it would be good for you to get on the net uh, which we've just demonstrated here from the studio, and check out Dong's diet. There's a good presentation of it on the net, and you can put it into practice pretty easily. It costs you nothing. I was um, thinking about that while I was waiting for you. Actually, yep. I might give that a go, and I'll ring you back in a couple of weeks and see how we go. Well, there you go. That's a challenge. We're just hanging a banger with Dennis Stewart this afternoon, who has basically put the kibosh on your fruit <laughs> smoothie, <laughs> uh, your beef 
Rissol or anything else, uh, a whole lot of other stuff. Having said that, Dennis, so some anecdotal evidentiary data coming through yeah, here. Yeah. Al at New Lambton Heights uh, just gave us a call and said, look, uh, I read the book that you're mentioning in the UK by an English doctor who would advise me to give up tomatoes and citrus fruit, and he no longer has arthritis. So um, well, anecdotally... Co- coincides with a lot of what Dong says in his more expanded ideas. G'day, David from... I'm oh, sorry, Julie at Wall's End, I should say. You have a question on green barley today. Um, yes, I was just interested in um, finding out what the benefits are of it. Oh, I don't use much green barley, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I, uh, you've stumped me. I'm not even... Uh, I, I, I can't even uh, say that I've read much about it. I know it's a fairly popular... Uh, thing uh, that people use. I think also, also there's a bit of a cult following, I think, about uh, taking something like green barley. But um, look, all I can say is it's obviously a food. It must be good for you, being barley. But um, I, I use I use barley a lot in the form of pearl barley. Um, we use it in our soups, etc. But I'm, I'm not one that's familiar with its use as a green product. Oh, okay. That's that's disappointing, isn't it? Well, that's all I wanted to hear. Julie, how do you go with um, you know the the beef sandwiches, the the dairy smoothies, and the the fruit? Because uh, Dennis has just put a big red line through all of those today. Um, yeah, well, a, a banana smoothie is. It's pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Well, look, uh, I think she's like me, Dennis. She's just just dealing with this devastation. Look. Um, let me put things in perspective here before everyone thinks I'm some some. He's great got us reformer. running off a cliff. What we're talking about are, are people that are really troubled with yeah. arthritis, yeah. that are concerned about the, the therapy that's uh, they're on, who are interested in trying something for goodness' sake that might give them a bit of potential. And what we've done today is say, listen, this ain't uh, the, the diet that we all need to live on. But it is a diet developed by a credible medical practitioner who demonstrated the efficacy of his diet, now known as Dong's diet, got himself out of his wheelchair, wrote his book, New Hope for the Arthritics, books read by Mary Lava, who wrote the book Diet for Life, book read by Judy and Jim Andrews, who wrote the book Food for Arthritics. His his information is on the net. And what we're saying in this program, look, if you are fed up with pumping yourself with with medications, try this. It's not going to cost you anything. Well, you've got to eat anyway, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Quick one before we move on here as well, Dennis. David from Valentine called in, so he read a book called Common Sense Arthritis. Uh, As a result of that, he gave up acidic food, stuck to the raw veggies, the oily oily fish, fish. uh, had, had suffered from osteoarthritis from 18 uh, and now 65 uh, is now clear of it, I believe. So and look that's again, what it looks like. Yeah. There's a lot of commonality there with what we were saying uh, today in our discussion around Dong's ideas. He was a guy that probably hadn't read Dong's diet, but obviously was reading around similar literature, and he just took on board, um, giving up presumably of, of uh, what we call acidic foods, particularly from, say, the citrus field, and got into... Uh, vegetables, particularly raw vegetables or undercooked vegetables, uh, and as a result of that, um, walked away from his arthritis. And Dennis Stewart is uh, deciding to uh, 
basically taken off to half of what Jamie Oliver ever would do. Uh, all of your fruit's gone, all your beef's gone. What an imperspective. What an imperspective. Imperspective. A couple more calls that'll wrap us up today. G'day, Elizabeth at Kalani Vale. Um, there's a shingles issue you want to have a chat to Dennis about today. Yes. Um, my mother had shingles yes. about four years ago. Oh, dear, dear. It's all yeah, it's all gone. Yes. But now she suffers from chronic pain like yeah. nerve damage. Yeah. We have tried emotion. Yeah, we've tried various creams and lotions. She's mm-hmm. had two injections and nothing alleviates it. Oh dear. where, where is the um the, the the damage, so to speak. Where do the shingles affect her? Uh, On her neck, behind her ear, going down the neck. Okay. Has she used preparations like Zostrix? No. Okay, look, it's always worthwhile. Um, Zostrix is available from your pharmacist. It, it, mm-hmm. it harnesses what we call the oleoresin of, of capsicum. And as right. such... As such it tends to block the transmission of this nerve-based pain. It may not be a cure, but your pharmacist will explain to you how it, it works and why it has a reputation as a topical application that can address what's called post-hepatic neuralgia. If, right. if you haven't tried it, I would suggest that it's worthwhile uh, giving a go it's, I will. It, it's not expensive. Some people um, say when they use it, it sort of burns a bit, but uh, most times um, that burning dissipates over a period of time. And from what I understand, you can get in a couple of strengths. Talk to your good pharmacist and start off with the ordinary strength of, of Zostrix and uh, apply it in a, in a little patch area first to see that okay. if, if your dear mother can tolerate it. But yes. I, I would think that that would be... A useful thing to do. Now I'm, okay. go- I'm going to throw in something here that is is controversial. Uh, I have always had regard for a system of medicine known as homeopathy. In fact, only this week I had a very significant uh, result using homeopathic medicine for a skin condition. It's controversial. It's laughed at uh, by the the rigid scientific community. But in homeopathic medicine. There is a, a preparation called hypericum, and usually that preparation comes in what's called a homeopathic potency of about 6x, hypericum 6x. Now, in the homeopathic materia medica, you will find that hypericum has been used by homeopathic physicians all around the world as one option to address uh, neurological-based pain. It might okay. be worthwhile... It's, uh, it's, it's harmless in a homeopathic potency. It's not expensive. It would be worthwhile giving a go for that, with that homeopathic medicine. If you have difficulty getting it, ring me and I'll tell you what pharmacies here and in Melbourne and Adelaide provide the product. Oh, it sounds like a road trip across the bottom half of the country, Dennis. Wouldn't wouldn't hurt. No, it wouldn't. Buy some more fruit while I'm down there, Dennis. Some fruit and visit a couple of dairy farms. Um, A reminder that after 1 o'clock, Sally Luke is taking us on a trip around the country and around the world. Dennis, today she's off to Dubai and the Indian Ocean Islands. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, not too bad, not right. too bad. In, so, in, in the ocean, there'd be a lot of turmeric grown there and a lot, oh, of, well, lot of spices. I, you know I love my turmeric. Yeah, so do I. I'd even put that in a fruit salad, I reckon. Would you reckon? <laughs> I reckon. In, in place of fruit. Oh. <laughs>
You are just killing me today, Dennis. Uh, Wendy, I only got literally 30 seconds for you. Um, MMS, what's the go with this today? Um, I've got a little bit of arthritis, and um, I just wanted Dennis's opinion on that. Um, someone had gave me a recipe to make it myself, and everybody kept saying, don't take it, don't take it. But um, I had an adverse... A recipe to, to make yes, it yourself. Um, okay, tell me something about the recipe and I'll tell you, and give you an opinion. And we've literally got about 20 seconds, so uh, okay. have at it, Wendy. Okay, it's just like a bleach recipe. It's really, that's what it is, a diluted bleach recipe. I just wondered if you've got the your opinion, Dennis. I would have reservations, Wendy, until I knew more about it. You can always uh, contact me in my rooms and I can give you a more detailed opinion, but always be cautious of making up stuff for yourself. It can be problematical. All right, thanks so much, and best of luck with it, Wendy. That might be the way uh, to, to travel there. All right, Dennis, we've made it to the end. So as always, uh, thank you for a, a very entertaining, enlightening, and eye-opening hour of Health Naturally today. Well, we're going to have a fruit drink. <laughs> fruit drink to go with a, uh, a, a beef salad or something. Oh, a be dear, beef. Dear, dear, dear. Shot me out of the water. Well, you know, it's, it was your turn. It was your turn. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.